I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, it's been really good asking this question during the regular season. It's going to feel better asking it in finals because we're all there. We've all made it. <laughs> it's <laughs> happening. Oh, how good footy. Here we go, here we go. Good. It's, it's fucking good. good. It's bad, but it's good. I mean, you both lost, but yeah. you're in. Who cares? You know, this re- this result was kind of... Our best defender, again, has injured his shoulder. I mean, you're worse off than you. You still get a home final. Pointing and saying you and you in a podcast format. Yeah, on, Brave. Mate. No, no, no. Everyone knew who I was referring to. I said Did you they? and you. There's only three of us, and mm. I was talking. Well, I was actually pointing at our invisible friend. Over yeah, yeah. Here. We got to, as always, we've got a fourth member. I just refused to send their microphone on. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Kane, sit a little bit closer to the microphone. I know it's not on, but you'd be a good sport about it. Uh, Brisbane lost the battle. Going to win the war. Oh, that's, that's good. That's yeah. a nice analogy. Yeah, don't you and <laughs> It's not an analogy. I think it's just a saying. No, it's a pretty lazy saying as well. Yeah. But thanks, mate. No worries. Short-term suffering, long-term win. Yeah. I mean, if he's fit. For, for the Hurley. Bo- you talking about the Bombers? No, I'm talking about Brisbane. Oh, right. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, good, good. I thought like, you were talking about Hurley. I was like, nah, if he's, if he's done. <laughs> for a second, it sounded like you were giving Essendon a chance to do anything in September. <laughs> oh. No, I kid, I kid. No, uh, we, I'm on belief. the boys. We, no, I actually do believe. Yeah, me too. We, as far as finishing eighth goes, we have probably had the best case scenario for round one of the finals. Yeah, you have. Because West Coast are kind of a shambles team sometimes. Uh, best case would have been Brisbane beating Richmond, sending Collingwood to fifth. Because you can beat Collingwood. Yeah, we can probably beat West Coast. It's a tough trip though. But you've yeah, done it before. You do you've like done it before. And and you know what? Difference here, Essendon, nothing to lose. Yeah, I feel like that we're just nothing to lose. West I, Coast. Everything. Everything. There's so much pressure in the West. I would not be shocked if West Coast go into this thinking that, like, they'll be like, all right, we're going to have to play well to win, but they're also going to be thinking about next week. 
the semifinals, yeah. the prelims, the grand final. Essendon are going to be like, we need to win one fucking final yeah. for a change. That's that's a grand. That's as good as a flag mm. right now. Yeah, if we win, like, I wouldn't be surprised if fucking we lose like eight fellas dying on the field just and just win, and then we'll struggle in the semis. But I would have got the elimination final win. End up that'll be enough. It won't be enough. I'll then go in. Fully believing. Yes, but you will ne- no longer have the ignomious. Mm. Ignomious? Is that a word? Yeah. Great. That word. Yeah. Statistic overview of having not won a final since. You say the year 2000. I say we were in the grand final in 2001. Your stats Basically are not having won a final for at least the last I 10 years. I think 04, 05. Yeah, so roughly. 15 years, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. Rounded around. Rounded up or down. Rounded some way. Yeah. Essendon have not won a final in a roughly 15 years. The pressure of that, though, is completely shaded by the pressure that's on West Coast. Oh, absolutely. To go back to back. Because, oh, that's a good narrative. Walsfold kills his old team. Love it. Oh, it's good. And uh, Essendon, as we found out after we finished recording last week, have a history of killing Perth coaches. Oh, yes. This news broke the next day. This I was editing last week's episode and got just... I reckon like 30 of my Facebook friends all messaged me the same screenshot of Ross Lyon fired. It was like Christmas. It finally happened. That garlic breaded fuck <laughs> is in football hell. <laughs> and he should fucking stay there, Tom. <laughs> I'm I sick mean, of him. It's it was we talked about it and we and we joked that, you know, Geelong were gonna do it, and then, you know, didn't happen the week after, and then then really just quietly with a week to go. Essendon were like, no, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> we absolutely got it. It was bizarre that they didn't let him coach out till round 23, though. Like, was it so bad and untenable that he wasn't able to coach the last grand game? I think mathematically, finals were gone. And so they were just like, ah, what's the point? Let's just do it. Fair enough. And if you'd it's, lost it's players. Dog from Freo, it's, it's, well, they also I mean, fired it's, the it's CEO, a dog, didn't they? It's a dog move to a dog bloke. Yes. So, you know. And there's a lot. Of, dog as, means dog. As we have suspected the entire time we've done How Good's Footy, once he got fired, everyone was like, thank fuck, he's a shithead. Our club culture is garbage. People hate playing What's here. the thing? Like, there was that whole thing of people like, oh, yeah, but Goddard and Rewalt and those guys came out and said they loved him. It's like, yeah, of course. They were the stars. Of course the stars loved him. But there was a, there's apparently a lot of issues at administrative level. He, he has a reluctance to play young kids which he's tried to change admittedly, but he doesn't like rebuilds. There are people in the media who think he's a shoo-in at some point to get another job. No. Nah. But wouldn't you look at it and go, look at – I mean, yes, he had some level of success at both St Kilda and Frio. Absolutely. But look at the way that both clubs were situated when he left. Both fucked. But here's the other thing too. I think the era of the Ross Lyon-type coach yeah. is almost gone. Clarkson's probably the last one. Mm-hmm. And he's a, he's just different because he's had the success, so he can get away with it. You look at your Chris Fagans, your Chris Fo- Scotts, your Warsfolds, your your Bevos, even Ken Hinckley. It's not about the. I think the Ross Lyon Don Pike model of coaching is not a thing you can be doing into the future. So if he doesn't have a job next year, he's not going to have a job in twenty twenty one because his style of coaching just where it's I treat my top players like this, everyone else can fuck off, and if you don't do the right thing, I'll blast you. I agree with you. I just I think at some point he's going to get another another job, and it may even be GWS next year. Oh, fuck. Imagine, imagine if he killed GWS. 
turned one of the most exciting flashes teams. That, see, that's such a dangerous proposition for the AFL. Gil will block the, it. If you're Gil, you'd block it. You, yeah, if, if they're like Ross is going to coach, no, 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 no. We need to keep footy pretty in the yeah. G, in the in the get in him the to Gold Coast, Sydney. Kill, kill, kill them finally for good. Well, they're talking about bringing a Tassie team in yeah. within the next ten years. Yep, maybe even sooner. Gil might have to send Ross to the Gold Coast to like to kill them to, to kill make them. Room. Well, no, if you're gonna if you're gonna kill a club, there's a man who's very good at destroying clubs from the inside. You just pick up the phone and go, "Hey, Mick, what are you up to? <laughs> do you want to do you want to live in the sun for five years and he bankrupt work a for Gil? Club? He works for Eddie." Yeah, no, no. Gil and Eddie, best mates. Mm. Gil rings up Eddie and goes, "Hey, I gave you a home final, even though you finished fourth. Mm. Uh, can you send have a word to Mick and get him up for the Gold Coast?" And Eddie's like, "Absolutely, I got a big kiss on your head coming your way." Oh, yeah, buddy. Speaking of Eddie, mm. uh, the Collingwood player, I think Sam Murray. Yeah, he's he's, he's clear free for to next play year. next year. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, from what I read, it was like a negotiation. They negotiated it down from four years to eighteen months. Yes, correct. Why? What happened with him? I can't even remember. So he got uh, done cocaine. for having a cocaine in his system the day of a game, and cocaine so is a performance-enhancing drug, funnily yes. enough. Thomas, have they confirmed that, yes, he did that? Yep. So then why isn't it four years? Uh, because they pleaded it down from four years because of the amount in his system. Yeah. And I think the B, because there's the A sample and the B sample, I think the B sample came back a little bit questionable. Sure it did. I mean, no, this is, Eddie, no, 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 no. Eddie lost the B sample. No, no, here's, here's the issue. It, no, no, this is why I, I don't think Eddie Sean. can be involved because it's Asada. They're beyond the reach of Eddie Maguire. Does stuff like this get really under my skin, Sean? Great question. <laughs> really good question, Sean. Fuck you, Eddie. Do you know the difference, though, with the Essendon team? What? There's no A or B sample. No, there's no samples. We self-reported. Nothing exists. They got done because they lied about getting injections. Answer me this, boys. Yes. Why do Collingwood, anytime something happens, Stevenson, Sam Murray, why do they always why get- Why was Stevenson allowed to play? Pump. Shut Sorry. up. Why Sorry. do they get negotiation? Why do they get negotiating power? Eddie's They've rich. negotiated Sam Murray down from four to 18 months. Yep. They negotiated Stevenson from 22-week suspension down to 10, which and conveniently then, got him into the finals. And then and, allowed them yeah. to negotiate the loophole that allowed him to play in the VFL on the weekend because they had a Friday night game. Why do Collingwood get to negotiate? Because they're Collingwood, mate. No other club gets this luxury. They're a rich club. They bring a lot of money into the AFL. It's just corruption. It's 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 because at the end of the day, the older I get, the more jaded I am about Gil. <laughs> but it's 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 because money talks. Sean, look, he, you know you know is... why money talks, Sean? Because you know yesterday you could have booked a flight to Queensland. It would cost two hundred bucks today. It cost you seven hundred and fifty. You guys know this, but the people have to know as well. <sighs> Can I drop a C? Do <laughs> <laughs> so we get one? One for the year? Because Qantas, Jetstar, all of you, Virgin, pack of cunts. <laughs> you capitalist pigs. That f- prevented a gabatoire appearance, Sean. I really wanted to go, but the reality of it is a flight, a return flight that's normally about $250 has today gone up to about 950 don't know if I can justify the spending. Yeah, that's that's um, a lot of money. That's more than a month's rent. I'm not a millionaire. Yeah, it's uh, it's fucked. Eddie could go, and then yeah, on top of that, you know, you got a you got your know, car hire or your Uber or whatever you do, you get a ticket to the game, which yeah. is probably upwards of fifty or sixty bucks for a first week of the final. Yeah, yeah, they're more expensive. Food accommodation, fuck me, you'd be looking at probably thirteen hundred dollars just to go. It's yeah, it's fucked. It's tragic. Save yeah. save your money for a home premium, mate. <sighs> just got to cross my fingers for a grand final. That's annoying though, because like even with a prelim, oh, actually, have a look at prices for a prelim. Already had a look. 
Basically, the algorithm that these these things have, anytime searches start to spike, yeah. they just yeah, yeah. jack up the prices. Yeah. It's fucked. Have- it makes me like really quite sad. It's, hypothetically, Brisbane make the grand final. Mm. A lot of people who live in Queensland who barrack for Brisbane, they've got the same situation. They mm. try and get down for a grand final. Those tickets would be even more. Mm. And what I've noticed, uh, the accommodation in Brisbane doesn't seem to be jacked up yet. You can guarantee it would be in Melbourne yeah. because it's a footy state. They, well, they know, well, but the thing the, is, that's why- that's why West Coast supporters will book holidays in September yeah. in like January just because, hey, we'll have a holiday anyway, but if we're in the grand final, we're in Melbourne. Yeah. And uh, Sean, and for the listeners, a lot of airlines offer flexible flights, including insurance. So if uh, you were to book a flight for a prelim final, just guess the day, yeah, cost you like, it, I think you'll end up losing like $25. Yeah. We even, I talked to the good brother today. We yeah. even briefly were like, should we just drive up? Take the Friday Thursday off night. work, drive up. You'd have to drive Wednesday or Tuesday. You oh. should have left already, Sean. No, it's just <laughs> fucked. It's disappointing, but uh, I don't know. I reckon we can sort this out for the prelim. Oh, drive. Oh, I keep getting big ideas. I'm like, Reece Shaw, head but full of ideas. The only problem is it could be another prelim in Victoria that one of us might want to be at. This is true. This is very true. Mm, mm. Can't believe there's going to be one at Marvel when Essendon having a home prelim somehow. No, you won't. You won't. It'll be an <laughs> no, MCG. MCG. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Fuck hell. Also, I'm trying oh, to boy. figure out if that works. It if doesn't. you do get through, who would you play? Uh, the loser side of the draw. No, you. No, no, no. I get... If I if I lose oh, to Richmond, that's fine. I'll beat no, the no, Gabba no, no, as well. No, 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 no. That's not true. That's Essendon, not true. Stop. stop. You cooked it, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> if Essendon. I lose to Richmond, I play the dogs. Yes, correct. But if you won, you'd face Essendon in a prelim. If Essendon got to a prelim. Oh, but that's not that's not my question. My question is week two. Who do they play? You play the winner of. So if you won, you go straight to prelim. If you lost, you play the winner of GWS and the Bulldogs. We would play the winner of West Coast. He's, he's lost the fucking. Play. No, I haven't. Essendon. Yes. Would play, play on the, the other side. Yes, of the draw. yeah. I was about to say that, and you cut me off. Why are you answering? What? What are you talking about? This so, started about a prelim, though, Sean. I think you're on the wrong side here. No, I'm. I was asking yeah, who do Essendon semi-final. play. So if Essendon win, they'll play the loser of Geelong or Collingwood. That's the question, mate. Yeah, That's I was, the answer. I was getting to that, but you oh, yelled at me. Long-winded. He got angry. I'm really Tom. You know what? Yep. I apologize. Okay, thanks. I'm just pissed <laughs> off at capitalism. Yeah, if yeah. fucking pigs. Before Guys, we, before we get into the round that he is. How good footy's a socialist podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. Footy's okay. great. I Capitalism's not. It's going to be a huge September, whether we watch it live or <laughs> on our on our fancy new TVs. If we're Tom. That also happened. <laughs> that also happened this week. Whilst getting excited about football, we all decided we need brand new TVs. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Can recommend do it. You feel so good. <laughs> Setting up a new TV and turning it on is good. When you turn on, you're just like, oh, and then I was like, I need to watch the prettiest movie I owned. And I was yeah. like, I'm gonna watch Fear Road. Because yeah. whatever you think about the film, it is beautiful. Tell you what, boys, them colours. Oh I really want a new oh, TV. I mean Tom t- Hardy's eyes just kill you. See, I mean, you put on the prettiest movie you could think of. I probably would have put on 2009 Anzac Day. I did watch the cricket in HD. <laughs> oh, yes. Because <laughs> I was watching it on Channel 9 and it's the normal channel and an oh, ad came up but it was like, flick over to 95 for HD. And I'm like, surely it's not that much better. Oh, I can see the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could watch Ben Stokes break Australia's collective heart. Uh, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about how good footy is yeah. and not how good cricket is but in a bad way. How good cricket is if you're any team in the world except Australia. Yeah. Hey, just quickly, all Australian team, are you pissed off about any? Uh, I think Duncan should have been named 
But that's probably the main one for me. I think Hill, Duncan and Rich are the biggest omissions for me. I find that it's a bit rough that Essendon finished eighth and they have to play the All-Australian team in fifth. Yes, there's a lot of West Coast it's players. the whole team. They're all there. West Coast have one more player than Geelong and Geelong finished top of the ladder and were top two for basically the whole year. Yeah, I know, but in terms of win-loss, they're probably only two wins behind you. So yeah, true. Like, it's not a drastic thing. No, like, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it's strange. Pretty, pretty funny that we finished top eight, no players. <laughs> Although Adelaide, Adelaide got a player. You got Merritt, don't you? No, Merritt didn't get in. There is no not have a no Essendon no. players in the All Australian. There were a lot of people cracking the shits that Tipper wasn't in there, and then people like, mate, he probably had eight really good games, and the rest were dog shit. It Tipper yep. doesn't have mm-hmm. fine games. He either turns it on or yeah, he does yeah, not. True, yeah. true. Yeah. I would argue that he turned it on more than eight times this season, but that's fine. I'm disappointed. Yeah, Daniel Rich should have been in the squad. Yep, Tipper's more of an enigma. He's just. They're like the heart and soul of a club, but he's never going to win our best and fairest. No, but well, he'll win. He'll win. He's won our hearts, yeah, and our minds. Oh, Mitch Robinson should have been in the squad. I get why he's not, though. I don't. Externally, though, people would go oh, it's because because again, the All Australian is picked on reputation weirdly as well. I 100 percent agree with you. I think, and that's why Daniel Talley got a gig over. They, why didn't they pick Keith anyway? If they honour the six six six. McCluggage, I think, is the best winger and should be on the wing. However, the fact they haven't nominated Hill, who is maybe also the best winger, uh, means they're probably just going to like pick their midfield and then go, all right, who's surplus, and just chuck them on a wing, wing. even if they don't play there. So it's why Duncan didn't get picked. He's been a great winger as well. Well, he should have been. He's our most consistent midfielder. Like Kelly, I yep, he's been brilliant, but I would have put found a spot for Duncan. You know what I reckon too on the half forward flank. Yep, I wouldn't put Ablett in. I'd put Zorko in. Ablett will get in. I reckon they'll both get in. I reckon Zorko and Ablett will both nah, get in. There's not room for both of them. One's on the bench. I reckon they'll both get in. Zorko will probably be on the bench, but I think he should be in the team and captain. And I think the two forwards, the forward line is Cameron and Cameron. No Ben Brown. No Tom you Hawkins. Know what they should do. Cameron and Cameron. Charlie Cameron should be the full forward. Yeah, absolutely. Cameron in the goal square. Jeremy Cameron at centre half forward. Are they going to put Floppy Brown in there? Because he kicked 10 goals against a shit team. And then still didn't win the Coleman, which I thought he had stitched up. Oh, very funny. Yeah, it's because someone kicked nine five. He could have kicked 14 fucking goals and he kicked straight. Kicked five and a quarter. We'll get to that. Do you want to dive into this week's we games? We should, because all Australian team, the squad's been selected, but the team has not, correct? No, correct. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we'll talk about the we'll team about when later. the team is cl- done. Um, so Friday night, Collingwood took on Essendon at the MCG. Big game. Close game. Good game. Good game. Huge crowd. Big crowd, monstrous crowd, loud crowd. Yeah, <laughs> it was just, it was just. It felt, this I was may shock it. you. Yeah, I was watching this at a bar. Oh, were you? <laughs> we haven't. We're here at the pub, mate. Yeah, I was. Oh. My hand. Guess what was in it? A beer. A yes. Water? Oh, what about no. what about in the other hand? <laughs> Probably another beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was watching this on TV, and it sounded like it was just like wasps in my television, <laughs> because just there was just constant just. Noise. Yeah, yeah. You, you worried. We're going to take it back to the yeah, shop. Excuse me, sir. There are bees in my television. <laughs> um, exciting game. Stressful game. Yep. So standard uh, Essendon game. Yep. Yeah. Um, going into this, I knew that it was a game we could have won. Yeah. I also knew that the possibility of a 120-point loss was also on the cards. Yep. I barracked for Essendon this season. I'm well aware that there's no such thing as a predictable result. Yep. yep. Um, this was good. Hurley, shoulder, bad. Very it, bad. It did not look good. Yeah. I f- feel like I felt the crunch. 
I feel uh, bad for him. He's a good bloke. He's a good. He seems like a good bloke. He's a good run. He seems like so. Like Kyle Hooker seems like like a like if he, that's why they work so well together, guys. Because like it's yin and yang. Yeah. You know, Kyle Hooker looks Hobbs like Hobbs. Gives, sure. You know exactly. <laughs> so in that, that scenario, Hurley's Hobbs and yeah, Hooker's Hobbs sure. He's the good guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hooker's sure. Yeah. I've given noogies to 18-year-old kids yeah, yeah, yeah. after kicks six on them. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, you know, Hurley would be like, oh, better like next time, mate. Yeah. And he'd mean it. And you'd go out there and you'd be better next time and he'd be proud for you. Full disclosure, douche, I, I tipped Collingwood. Yeah, no, I know. I tipped uh, Richmond. Ooh. Yeah. Full disclosure, I backed both boys because why do I matter? Yeah, so. Uh, I was so far behind it wouldn't matter if I cheated. Did you back Richmond because you thought, fuck, i got to catch up to Sean somehow? I backed Richmond because I knew that you would have backed Collingwood because I knew that you were desperate to crack the top 20 and you knew that Collingwood was a safer tip. Yeah. So I knew you would have tipped Collingwood and then I was like, I get two up here mm-hmm. if Richmond win. Yeah. I ended up breaking even because Essendon lost and Richmond won. Yeah. Didn't crack the top 20. Either. I lost yeah. I lost both tips because I picked both your good yeah. teams. So we both got seven. I needed to, <laughs> if you get seven, I needed to get nine. You got six. I thought you were going to back Hawthorne. I did. Oh, did you? So yeah. how did you get six? Where did you go wrong? Okay, so I tipped you guys, lost them. Yeah. I tipped – let's just have a quick look. Uh, so I tipped Sydney. I tipped North, Geelong, Giants, Hawthorne. Uh, oh, I tipped Freo. <laughs> Fucking hell. Did well, because you, you think the new coach thing I got sucked work? into the new coach thing. Oh, come on, mate. And I knew Port wouldn't be playing for much and Koshi might have abused them. But leading into the round, Port were playing for finals. No, they weren't. No, you, the events of the round meant that no. Correct. By the time the siren sounded for their game to start, though, the Bulldogs had already won. It was the Bulldogs dis- had won at half time. It was very disappointing. Well, no, actually, Hawthorne fucked them the night before. Yeah, it was really, really disappointing that the Hawthorne West Coast game went the way it was because it cooked the Sunday that was going to decide everything. But instead, West Coast just went to bed. Oh, what would have been incredible is if you had beaten Collingwood, Collingwood. because then the Hawks would have. Wait, no. And if the Bulldogs lost, a lot of things had to happen. But there was a possibility that the Hawks and West Coast would have played again. Oof. And that would have been great. <laughs> Fucking huge. Yeah, so Essendon Collingwood, it was a good game. Um, McKernan kicked a massive goal. Like, oh, massive. <laughs> He's a good mark, too. He has a beautiful pair He's of a hands. He's a good player. Yeah. He, underrated. Is he off contract? I've heard a few clubs sniffing. I am getting really worried because this is probably the year that I have been the most attached to every player. Um, And I know that Essendon, how they're currently performing. uh, A worry. Yeah. Yeah. Like anyone could leave at any point, Mm. especially because I'm now remember, like I went like a lot of weeks in the middle of the year where I forgot how we started the season and all of the murmurs of Essendon having a lot of issues behind the scenes. And if that's true, Trade season becomes very scary. Yeah. Not if you win a premiership, it doesn't. Look, if we win a final, that will really help. If we lose a final, not so good. If we lose a final badly, oh boy, we could lose like six to eight players. And a coach. And a coach. It's probably best case scenario for me, though. He ends up at Freo. Oh, actually, no, no, that's another thing. It's dangerous. (laughs) Yes. You probably want to keep Wusha for one more year. Look, they'll go Ross. <laughs> yeah. So the thing you probably want is- No, 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 worse. They'll go Brad. No, no, I think they'll go Ross. You reckon? With, with Brad probably his assistant. 
that could be. Aren't the you getting Carousella back? Yeah, no, but so that's what you want. You actually want Wusha to survive so that Carousella can take over. Yeah, when, and then yeah. Wusha will get sacked about seven weeks into next year. Do the do the Ratten Richo switch? Yeah, yeah. What was the last time? It hasn't been confirmed yet, but it's absolutely what's going to happen at St Kilda. When did the um? When was the last time a caretaker coach took a team to finals? Oh, never, probably. I wouldn't know. Is Paul Ruse. Paul Ruse. They wouldn't have played. Wait, finals. hang on. Am I a fucking idiot? Didn't um. Oh, Bomber. Yeah, didn't Bomber, Bomber take Essendon to the finals? Yeah, that he did when he took over from Hurdy. Oh, yeah, that was a different circumstance, though. No, got- Hurdy got fired. <laughs> Hurdy got banned and then quit. <laughs> no, but how long was Bomber caretaker? A season. The, the whole, whole season. The whole season. Oh, no, well, that doesn't count. You mean like when a coach gets sacked at a certain point during the year? Mm. Well, North Melbourne, yeah. Reese almost did this year. He did. He would. He came <sighs> pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. Closer than anyone would have expected North hey, Melbourne to come. Teague was mathematically possible four or five weeks ago. Um, anything else with this game, Dusha? Uh, I'm excited to play finals, and I'm very scared about trades. I look. I as this week off will help you though too. Yeah, and like people like Hooker will be back. That oh yeah, that's something we haven't mentioned. Essendon had nine changes going to this game. You've had nine changes three weeks in a row. No, we had eight, eight, and then this was also eight, but then we had a late change, so it became nine. Fuck, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, who's in our team? Couldn't tell you. McKenna. Yeah. Sad. Yes. yes. The, the buyers come at the perfect time. Yes. You could be the Bulldogs of 2017. Uh, 2016. The yeah. You're not the Bulldogs of 2017. You don't want to be them. Um, Tom Jock played a good game for his first ever game. Yep. Big Mark. Big Mark. Big man. Love him. He'll be good. He's a bit raw, but he'll be good. Yeah, keep his spot for the final? <sighs> Doubt it. But nah, if, if, if Hooker's available, probably not. If Hooker and Stringer come back, he's probably gone. Heppel said he's a certainty to play. That's Jock good. or Hooker? Uh, Heppel. Heppel said that he is a... Oh, he, as in he himself personally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Essendon had a lot lot of people out. Does Orazio get back up? Surely. Surely you just bring him in and see what happens. String will be right? Stringer, yep, he'll be right. Oh, it's a bloody new look team. That's the thing, and it's scary. Because every week it's a different team. It's always a fucking different team because we've got like nine changes a week. This is the thing. This is why we've been able to do as well as we have is that it's the same team every week. Same. (laughs) Give or take maybe one. But that's also... I think the most changes we had was four and only one of them was forced. The only thing that changes with you is your Ruckman. Not, not anymore, I think. Oh, speaking of Ruckman, we hey, have a Ruckman. He's back. He's back. Turns out we play better when we've got a good Ruckman. Yeah. And Grund- Grundy still murdered him, but... <laughs> Grundy would have murdered anyone. Yeah, Grundy's amazing. But imagine how much he would have murdered fucking old mate. Oh, he would have... He would have broken the record, I think, for the most possessions by a Ruckman in a season. In one game. Oh, I've got some terrible news, boys. What? One of my friends works at Bunnings. Oh, no. Zach Clark came in. No. Oh, no. A really nice bloke. No, it's harder to hate him now because uh, I want to be his friend. Zach him. Yeah. Uh, she's an Essendon supporter. And I was like, did you say anything? She's like, I had a lot of things go through my head all very quickly. So, no. <laughs> did you offer to buy her a sausage at the sausage chisel? No, he oh. didn't. Well, you know what? Maybe oh. he's not that good. No, not that good. You know, Tom who- Balchambers would have just walked in with one in yeah, hand yeah. for her. <laughs> Hurley wouldn't have walked in because he would want to check if you were a vegetarian or not because yeah. they've got veggie burgers as well because yeah, yeah. he's considerate. He would have just slipped you a hundred. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's Hooker and that's to keep quiet about the thing you did out the back of Bunnings. <laughs> Hooker's mysterious Bunnings trip where he's just <laughs> go outside. Hooker's just like, it wasn't me. There's just sauce and sausages everywhere. <laughs> he's covered in mustard. <laughs> it's like, this, one, uh, this is Grippo. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a hundred. Don't worry about it. <laughs> 
Walker, what happened? That's not enough to cover the sausages, mate. That's, he he performs sh- well sh- under pressure. Sh- It'll be good. <laughs> Gives you a noogie. <laughs> Woo! And then he's off. <laughs> Just in the face of the work experience, kid. Um, oh. All right, next game, SCG. Sydney showed that they're a much better team than they have been. Well, their win-loss ratio suggests. Um, guys. And this was a really, 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 really nice game. How good's funny? Oh, yeah. It's this. It's... Yeah. The photo of Kieran Jack with the ball streaming into the forward line and every Sydney player in the forward 50 pointing, pointing at, the at the goals. It's the story of uh, Josh Kennedy sitting on the bench and a fan leaning over saying, you've got to get Kieran Jack into the forward line so he can kick a goal. And so Kennedy going out there and telling Jack to move into the forward line because he's in the back pocket. It's Dan Hannabury chairing off Jared McVeigh in his last game, both of them kicking goals. How good's footy? It was this game in a nutshell. McVeigh's goal was beautiful. Oh. It made me feel things, Tom. Vintage McVeigh, My too. My heart. But, and, then, and then Jack was like, you want that was pretty good. I'm going to wind back the clock and just dob this from 45 on His the run. Good. Got it on the wing and just the crowd went ballistic when they realised there was no one between him and the oh. – <laughs> I loved it. I loved everything about this this game. Buddy's 300th was four. Kick four. And Buddy has played his 100th, his 200th, and his 300th all against St Kilda. Yep. Crazy. Probably but, won them all too. And the fact that they got Grundy and Nick Smith out there to chair off the ground even though they didn't play in the game. Oh, I yeah. love it. I lo- There's just – the Swans do the little things right. Oh, they're all oh, hard. Did you see um, Hanabry? Hanabry? Yeah, Hanabry. Yeah, chaired yeah. off McVeigh. Yeah, yeah. St. Kilda gear. Yeah, he called him up during the week, I think, is what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. McVeigh I've... called him up and said, you're going to cheer me off. And he went, absolutely. Yeah. It I nice. think It was really good. I was also thinking there'd be part of Hanabry that would also like that he would be a part of Buddy's 300 because they were best mates when they were at the club yeah. together. Also, the, them all getting chaired off absolutely beat the Sandilands Ballantyne moment. Oh, 100%. Because it wasn't a flog club. No. <laughs> it was full Just of heart. a bunch of good blokes. Just Hello. heart. And it was a win. Hey, yeah. I got a I got a good story that will make you like this Sandilands, uh, not Bell Chambers. Oh, no, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah, no, but imagine Sandilands and Bell Chambers. <laughs> whoa, whoa! One of them gets a nosebleed up to eye. Altitude <laughs> <laughs> sickness. Yeah. They, they, they play one game and the other one's out with altitude they stay sickness. They stay on the shoulders, walk into the room. Still one giant man. They walk up to Ross. And they're like, "You're fired. Get out." <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of that. Um, no, this was really beautiful. Do you know what I loved about the lead up to this game though? Is it just it reminded me how much I love Buddy Franklin when he's up and about. Oh, yeah. That twenty three of Bud's best goals, fuck, they're some amazing moments. And as Gemma pointed out, mm-hmm. that the the number one one, which is of course the goal that he kicks when Kyle Hooker's chasing him. Yeah. To Hooker's credit. Buddy never gets more than five metres away from him and he had a five-metre head start. Hooker never gives up, but he just had no hope in hell of ever yeah. catching him. But he never – he's dying. He keeps going, though. Yeah. He doesn't – like the Talia one, Talia just drops, just disappears. <laughs> Where he's, is he? He's fucking – he's in Tassie. <laughs> no heart. Oh, Buddy, love him. Big fan. I – just thinking about Hooker and playing, like, not next week, the week after, but just, like, if Essendon get up against West Coast and it's a close game, I will be – so dehydrated, <laughs> fucking die. <laughs> Ugh. Fucking hell. Uh, Swanee's average losing margin this year, I think, is 19 points. That's hey, insane. Want to hear something real fucked about that? Their percent, they finished 15th. Their percentage, better than Aston's. <laughs> Bodes well. <laughs> They're going to be fine next year. Yep. They're I think, losing, they'll, I they'll, think they'll be pretty active. Yeah, yeah well, because they can again. I reckon yeah. they'll go after some names. I don't know who, but. Uh, some I'll go after a, names. I think a gun midfielder and maybe a, a 
another half-back flanker type. Yeah. I don't know. They're going yeah, to be active, though. Maybe another forward. Mm. I'm looking forward uh, during trade season to sneaking into Windy Hill and disconnecting phone lines. Can't request trades if you can't call us. Just, <laughs> no, just direct the phone to you. Oh, Sydney's calling again. <laughs> you can't have him. <laughs> oh, sorry, Dad. I, I thought, <laughs> you also can't have him. <laughs> He's mine. <laughs> just train, uh, train to be a player agent. Then slowly <laughs> just get all Essendon players on your books. <laughs> Stop them from trading. And never answer your phone. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, you get a, so like Joe's like, oh, my player manager, I thought he'd be here to help break this deal. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make me so much money. It's going to be good for both clubs. He, he's not picking up though. It's like, no, <laughs> no, no. You never make commission. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. You'd be the most powerful man in the game. <laughs> Dodoro's like, how can I get as good as you? Just don't answer your phone, Adrian. <laughs> hey, Adrian, also my phone is, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> What's the number on the bottom? It's Lubemobile. <laughs> All right, next game. North Melbourne narrowly defeated Melbourne. This was a tight game. Um, and typical of Melbourne's year, I think, where mm-hmm. they got close and had a couple of shots late to get Back in front and just. Yeah. I watched the last two minutes. How I didn't much? see a lot of that because I was on the on the way to uh, the game that mattered. Geelong. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> Tom, you said that this was typical of Melbourne season because they got close and cooked it. Melbourne finished seventeenth this year. They didn't come close to anything except maybe losing more games. Yeah. I mean, it was typical of Melbourne season in that Max Gorn was incredible. Yeah. He yeah killed killed Goldstein. Which is big because Goldstein was huge last week. Oh, yeah. Playing against Everyone was talking about, oh, his stocks have risen again. He's back to his best. And And Gordon Gordon went, went, sit the fuck down. Get fucked. I'm going to occupy the bench on the All-Australian team. Uh, um, And then uh, Brown only kicked – yeah, he kicked two goals, three. Kicked two. Yeah. Probably wishes he kicked a few more, but he also probably thought he had the Coleman at that point. Well, yeah, he had a six-goal lead. Yeah. And then he kicked two. And then it was like, oh, no, he, yeah, oh, okay. he, he went in with a six after he kicking two, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "You beauty," and, and then, they won. So Reece Shaw is, you know, full if, of ideas for next year. Ben Brown probably would have been safe if the Giants were playing anyone other than Gold Coast. Yeah, because yeah. hang on, did Gold? Did I, I was going to be like, did North Melbourne play Gold Coast last week? Did Ben Brown kick ten on Gold Coast? No, 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 no against Port, Port, yeah. which is more impressive. Well, considering Tom Cleary has shut down. Hawkins, uh, yeah, a few people have missed. Stringer, yeah. it's mad. Anyway, do you want to move? This game's whatever. Do you want to move on to the next one? Sure. The big one. The big one. What's oh. the next one? Geelong <laughs> Carlton. <laughs> the big one, which oh. was, if you're a neutral supporter, a very one-sided game. Yep. And you probably even watched it because you were like, "This is a Geelong win." Do you know what was great about this game, guys? That I regretted going to it. Well, you were a hero. I'm undercover, mate. You're an idiot. Why didn't you bring a poncho or a coat? I was wearing this jacket, actually. Which Did it is keep you relatively dry? Water resistant. Ah, resistant uh, in inverted commas? It did, a fair, it did a pretty good job. However, Tom, you're a local down there. You know that the rain is relentless. Mm. And there did come a point in the and game where I started to feel the water touch my skin through the zipped-up jacket, and I went, oh, fuck. Uh, it's f- also the wind. Macpack, you have failed. Can't survive Geelong. Yeah, it was pretty grim. Um, I'll tell you what was grim. At half time. People I were with went, we're going to get some food. Do you want anything? And I went, uh, nah, I'm good. They came back with a poncho each. Didn't get me one. That's ridiculous. It was fucked. Ban them from footy for life. Um, 
in their defense, one of them did feel bad and went to get me one and I'd sold at three-quarter time. Yep. Or just before three-quarter time. But then I was like, damage is done. It's I'm nice. drenched already. And, and also, by the last quarter, the rain stops. That's true. It had stopped raining at that point. Um, I was just like, ah. But no, this was pretty awesome. I knew I was in for a good day, boys. You know why I knew I was in for a good day? Mm. Ten seconds. Actually, less than ten seconds. So Geelong, for those who didn't watch it, kicked a goal. Paddy Dangerfield kicked a goal from 60 in eight seconds yep. of yeah, play. That's, that's and quick. I went, oh, fuck yeah, this is the day. I, this is what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in a Carl- game that could have been a danger game for us. Yeah. So apart from the first eight seconds of the game where scores were tied on zero apiece, Carlton were never in front. The no, scores never no. were in again. Uh, Geelong never threatened. No. Flexed their muscles and uh, – Prime themselves up for a for a big September. We was, played we played three good weeks now. I was pretty happy. I so I was like four rows back behind. What do you think of the old uh, GMHBA? Oh, I've been there before. Yeah, it's good. Uh, great stadium. Oh. The weather put a dampener on it. Put them tish. I was four rows back behind <clears throat> the goals. Uh, got to witness. The players are very close. Yeah, yeah, they are. You can hear them. Oh, it's great. And you can hear that when they <laughs> saw Gary. Visited his church, mate, and he kicked. A, he snapped a goal. Did he take was, you to church? Yes, great. Took me to church. <laughs> that and I said, I don't like it here. Fuck off. He, and he, uh, and he elbowed a few people. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's good with Gary? Is it started to rain? He was like, Oh yes, I can walk on water. Kicked three, had twenty eight, <laughs> eight tackles. Fuck, he's good. <laughs> Played very well. Kicked some nice goals. Boys, yes. So I every week I watched Tim Kelly play, and I'm like, Oh, he's so good. And look, I believe he's going to stay. However, he, would, he would have stayed a lot harder, I feel. Uh, I don't know if it's helped Geelong or if it's helped Perth more that he has been significantly less flashy in the second half of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably, Tom, maybe. Tomorrow. You'll be all right. Do you know why we'll be all right, Sean? Because no one wants him anymore. No, 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 no. There's a young fella in the number 19 who will slot into Tim Kelly's spot pretty seamlessly. Well, who wears 19? Uh, Quentin Narkle. I was about to say the sparkle. The sparkle. He played – so it is – Torrential rain. Yes. He's like tw- so. This is the thing, right? So he's he's not at Kelly level yet. He's also about three years younger than Kelly. You got to remember that Kelly's 25, 24, 25, yeah. right? Narkel's like 20-21. He was playing with a dry footy. The amount of times he ran out into space, picked the ball up one handed, and just that goal he kicked on the run from fifty. Oh, he's exciting. Mm. Got the great hair. Good name. Great hair. Big fan. And you know what? Just you know if. If Kelly does go, I reckon I've got a number for my jumper because he'll be there a long time. I think he's my favourite name in footy. Quinton Narkle. It's a great name. And he's got, like, golden hair. Sparkle oh. is a great nickname. Sparkle Narkle, and he sparkles. Oh. He's bloody good. He's exciting. He lives with uh, Asava Radigalia and Brandon Parfit. Parfit's yeah. been – this is the thing. We've had guys come back in. It's it's good. We're Our team's in a, a good spot. Harry Taylor's playing really well. Henderson's playing well. We finally solved the ruck problem. Stanley should have played last week. He was brilliant this week yes. against Cruiser, who is a very competent and strong ruckman. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll be our ruckman for the finals, I assume. Um, but we're in a position where we've probably got, for the first time in the last couple of years, a best 25. Yeah. So there's probably – or 26. There's probably – there's going to be four or five unlucky players, which is what – you need when you're pushing for a for a flag. Get Charlie in, mate. Where though? Yeah, you can't fit him in, can you? Like this is the thing, like he's a great player, but he plays an inside midfield role. We'll Guthrie will take him. Yeah, it's yeah. probably for the best. 
I mean, yeah, you know, unless he stays the course and knows that in a year's time he's going to have a permanent spot in that I can't side. remember who at Brisbane he's like apparently best friends with, but that's the thing that's going around. Uh, I think it's um, like Barry or one of those guys. Someone, yeah. It's become the thing, hasn't it? Yeah. If they're mates with someone, it's like, oh, we can get them. Best well, yeah. friends. Yeah. It's Because like, it used to be like brothers and stuff like that. Now it's best yeah. friends. Now it's best mates. Yeah. Best mates. Big fan. Uh, shall we kick two goals against Carlton? Looked yeah. good up forward. Yeah. Kept... Well, did a good job on uh, Prochesky, Seaton, and the best opposition. Simpson. No, no, no. Yeah, but Tom, you are you are talking up a game. I, look, that you're making it sound a far more exciting game than it was. It was from where I was sitting. Can you not hear my voice? I cheered a lot. Yep, there was a lot of goals to cheer. We Tom. kicked 19 goals and Hawkins didn't kick one. That's a good sign for September. Not a good sign for Hawkins though. Yeah, no, 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 because it means two weeks in a row. Yeah, but it means he can. He, he was, was playing, a frustrated uh, boy, wasn't he? He was a bit, but he also seemed to be playing a different role where he was dragging Weedering up onto the wing a lot. Looked at an umpire directly in the face and said, get fucked. <laughs> so you know what? Gave away 50. Respect. <laughs> not for umpires. No, 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 but I respect Tom. Uh, Daisy Thomas, last game. Yep. Did Cheered him off. Yep. I got a bit, got, got a huge round of applause from the Geelong crowd too. Yeah. A lot of people stayed. Did you also see what happened like right after he got cheered off? Gave his jumper to a kid in the crowd. Not a kid, just a guy. Like bloke holding a sign that said, give me your jumper. And he was like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. And then he, although that guy was with... I don't know if they were his kids or if it was just like a family thing. Turned around, there was kids. He didn't give the jumper to them, but everyone was just like stoked. It wasn't like a situation where they were asking for the Yeah, they're like, oh, that's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh. Everyone was just like, yes. Boys, before we move on, I actually forgot the best thing that happened at this game. Mm. So I'm with my old man. We <laughs> yep. sit together. Yeah. Uh, and oh, my yes. uncle, my <laughs> uncle sits about eight to ten rows behind us. I'm just going to yeah. quickly stop you here. I have told, I reckon, upwards of ten people this story. Oh, this is amazing. Uh, so we're sitting there half time. Dad's like, I wonder if Chris is here. Turns around. There's my uncle Chris. And he has a bag of fresh hot jam donuts. Nothing better. And he's holding up. He's like, oh, I've got jam donuts. And dad's like, oh, I really want a donut. He's like, oh, Chris. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, come on. So my uncle threw my dad a hot jam donut from 10 rows back. Oh. And Terrence caught it. No jam explosion. Didn't. Spill anything, didn't fall over and kill himself. <laughs> Softest hands, got Two put him hander? in a fine leg. Two hander, just beautiful. Do you know what? And then every time immediately I been in the donut, I was like, oh, that's really good. <laughs> How impressed was he with his own catch? He was pretty impressed. Not as impressed as the guy in the crowd who was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> every time I've told the story, I've really emphasized, and I'm glad you said it as well, just like Taryn's softest hands. Oh, just oof, beautiful. <laughs> just took it so well. Yeah, big fan. That's, that was a great moment. Tried those donuts down there. Very good. Good donuts, mate. Uh, love a donut at the footy. Oh, yeah. Almost as much as I love a beer at the footy. You know what's great about uh, GMHBA as well? Mm. You just walk out and there's the food trucks and all that just there. Bang. It's great. It's yep. like, you know, at the MCG, they had the food trucks outside. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, but you don't, you're not leaving the ground. Yeah. Oh. It's great. That we actually have good. like an inner concourse bit. So you scan your ticket and then there's food trucks and then you're in the stadium. Whoa, that's, that's beautiful. good. You can go that's down and get good. some big old dim sims. They're fucking huge. Oh, oh I love dim sims. But unfortunately, you can't do it during finals because they're not playing at home, but that's okay. Yeah. The beers have the Geelong logo on it. Oh, it's all happening. That's big. The ponchos big. have the Geelong thing on them. Right. Get the, one, the one that was bought for me at about three-quarter time, <laughs> I was too stubborn to put it on. Um, uh, my partner then said, that's fine, I'll give it to Tom then because it's got Geelong on it. But then oh. we bumped into friend of the show, Dowie, after, and she gave it to him. I saw a photo of Dowie after the show. He was a wet the, boy. Wearing the, going sleeveless. Of course he was. 
It's maniac. Di- I've only ever seen him wear sleeves once. It's because we told him he had to because he was sitting in the members. Absolute maniac. Yeah. And I don't know if he said this on the show, but Dowie was legitimately annoyed that we were sitting in members for a game because he couldn't wear yeah. a sleeveless. No, no legitimately. He'd yeah. done a pump and then we told him he had to wear a shirt. He had to go buy a polo shirt. Yeah. I, I hadn't messaged him that I was at the game. I knew he was around, but I, I didn't think I was going to catch up with him. I'm in the bathroom after the game and I just hear his voice outside. That's how loud the bloke is. <laughs> I was just like, that's Dowie. Oh, man. How nah. good's footy? How good's footy? Love it. How good's catching jam donuts from your brother? <sighs> I mean, I feel like a jam donut right now. Question just about the throw. Yep. Dangerous throw because those jam donuts, what about the sugar shrapnel just floating <laughs> through the air and covering people? It was, in it the was crowd? a little bit of sugar on the hands and on the pants. Did he shake but- it off before he threw it, I wonder? No, no, he just took it out of the bag and lobbed it up. Oh. He, he was thinking about throwing it up, but he thought, no, I won't. I'll kind of throw it so it loops because if he it was he did was, a loop. He did a good throw. It had to be a good. It had to be a perfect throw and a perfect catch because if so he had to throw it people, up, yeah, Dad people. was going to have to like you know lean and the people around us. Was, so the people directly behind <laughs> us were all on their phones, so none of them saw it. This was a packed stadium too. It was yeah. a sellout. Yeah. My God, there could have been a lot of victims to this jam jam donut incident. Terrence had, could have been in jail. Yeah, look, do you know we were doing uh, one. Soft hands is the key because if he clutched at it, <laughs> jam <laughs> everywhere. That's what I mean. He had to. He had to Hot just jam in the eye. Just, just had Fuck. to take it. His ear could have been over. Because yeah. if he if he caught it and like grabbed, yeah, done. Yeah, cooked. Dawn. See you later. I'm really impressed by that. Yeah, that's a great story. Uh, or last thing, Paddy Dangerfield, four goals, huge. That's not as good as Terence catching. Nah, it's not. Owner. It's not. Especially because he get four goals three time. Come on. Fuck. I wish someone had filmed it. I nearly did, but then I was like, if I had filmed it. He wouldn't have caught Imagine it. Imagine someone out there just was roaming the, the crowd with their camera and caught that. Fox footy, what the fuck were you doing? Oh. It's half time. Don't show the Auskick kids. Fuck. The best oh. is that people, there's witnesses out there. Yeah. People saw that. A people man will cheered. tell their kids about that. That story yeah. will be passed. Bloke who was forever. like, oh, yeah, he went home and was like, hey, guys, I saw a bloke catch a donut at the footy. I can't, told- I can't wait for the story to get to the point where, like, my dad was, like, on the ground and a guy was on the roof. He caught 10. <laughs> well, when I told the story... I really elongated it. And then when I was like, Terrence Reed, softest hands at GMHBA Stadium. And they were like, soft hands. I was like, the softest hands. <laughs> Could catch an egg off the Eureka Tower. <sighs> oh, bloody hell. That's next level. Soft hands. Um, yeah, so soft. Uh, so they'll get- drop from such a distance, it'll go through your hand. <laughs> <laughs> not Terrence. Oh, not Terrence. You'd catch Terrence. it. Take a bite. Ooh. Perfect egg. Uh, <laughs> we should go to the next game. Yeah, we should. But uh, before we go to that, I encourage everyone hearing this to pass on the legend of Terrence and the donut. <laughs> yeah, tell all your friends. My dad's on Twitter. To find him on Twitter and tell him he'd fucking love it. <laughs> Someone make some artwork of it. Oh, Wait, we can, we, We're going to see him on the weekend. We're going to throw him some donuts. Yes. <laughs> um, do we need to talk about this next game, really? Uh, Except for the fact that Jeremy something happened. Nine goals, five. Including five in one quarter. Yes, third uh, quarter, the third, third quarter, kicked five in the third Greg, quarter. When he got to halftime, was a bit nervous about the uh, the Coleman. They all knew when he kicked it too. When he kicked yeah. his fifth after the siren in the third quarter, they were like, "Yeah, you've got you, it, you did it." Bloody hell! Good that's on him. Big. Yeah, although he's a murderer, an attempted murderer. Oh, that's true. Fuck him. I always forget about that. Yeah, he on. has. He's, he's improved this year. He hasn't murdered anyone this How, year. Yeah, he's this. Seems to be remorse. He was interviewed and said, I've changed the way I do things. I don't want to do that again to a player. And I've spoken to Harris Andrews and I feel bad. And I, I, do, I believe him. I do prefer him winning to floppy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would have taken him. I would have taken Lynch. Yeah. But I like, you know, good on you. Cameron's the first time he's ever won it. I felt like he should have won it before. I'm pretty but- sure Jeremy, uh, Charlie Cameron came equal third in the Coleman. 
Tom Hawkins Oof. and Charlie Cameron kicked the same number of goals. Wait. 54. No, I think third. you're ahead. Oh, I think By he two. got him. Yeah. yeah. Tom Char- Lynch and Charlie Cameron equal third. <laughs> yeah. How crazy is That's that? That's insane. Charlie was very inaccurate probably in the first 10 weeks of the year too. Well, Jack Darling kicked 54. Is that how much? I think Charlie kicked 54. Well, according to this, Jack Garling finished third with 54. Oh, I didn't know that. That's disappointing. So maybe uh, Darling. Well, no, sorry. So Jeremy Cameron won with 67. Ben Brown, Brown had 64. 64. Tom Lynch, Charlie Cameron, and Jack Darling all had 54. Big. And then Hawkins had 52, and then there's a big gap to Josh Kennedy. He only had 40. Taylor Walker's in the top 10. Yeah, he kicked seven on the weekend. <laughs> Did he? Uh, he can kick six, five or six. Against the dogs? Yeah. Jesus. He kicked five. Anyway, yeah. trade him. Yeah, did you know I started at seven and then went my back to five or six because I knew I was wrong? Mm. Bloody trade him. Uh, well, speaking of trades, oh, wait, no, that's not the next game. The next game, though, is a good one. I don't want to talk about the Suns anymore. Yeah, that's fair enough. It, it's kind of like the feel-bad story of this year because with the Suns, they start and you're like, oh, this is the year. This is the year they get off the fucking... They get off the ground. No, it wasn't. No. They, they win three in the first month. Yep. Yeah, and then no. they were in the top eight at one point. Yep. For about the first month, they're in the top eight. Lost and then seventeen in a row, I think. Yeah. So Kane Corns, it wasn't eighteen in a row. You big fucking idiot. Kane's had a crack at him about Mad Monday, saying they shouldn't celebrate. I think Kane had it go at someone last year about Mad Monday. <laughs> I just think footy players, it's like a full time profession, and it's very high stress, high pressure. Let them have Mad Monday. Yeah. yeah yes. go, go For those who don't know, Mad Monday is when your season's over, you go out and have some drinks on a Monday. Wacky Wednesday for Geelong because yeah. they do it on the Wednesday. Sometimes they dress up. Yeah. Sometimes they're St. Kilda and they set dwarves on fire. Let them have fun. Uh, go not, no, that's bad. Though. That's bad. St. Don't Kilda. do that. That was very Saint, bad. If anyone's going to not do a Mad Monday, it's the Saints. Yeah, they should probably not do it ever again. <laughs> no. uh, Gold Coast, yeah, lost 18 in a row. Uh, oh. Oh. Shit. Hey, Kane. I'm not. I'm sorry, Kane. You're sitting right here, not saying anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, turned your microphone. You're saying a lot, but uh, speak up, Kane. Jeez, have uh, an opinion, mate. So Melbourne lost seven in a row to the finish of season. Seven in a row. Yes. Oh, Ross Lyon to Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, Richmond ended with a big winning streak of nine. Yeah. So did Brisbane. Well, no, we had nine and ended with a streak of one. Yeah, losing one. Lost of one. Doggies have won three. And uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But first. Oh, Hawthorne, what a game. They fucked my Sunday, though, and I'm upset about that. Yeah, no, but I felt this. I was a big fan of this. It's also funny to have a big upset like this, only for the very next game to make it irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it was, it huge. was huge. It was huge. Um, no one really saw this one coming. No, especially oh. not. Oh, I, I tipped it. You and I talked about it, but I think yeah. it was more like oh, a miracle. Yeah. It was massive. Also, you know, we talked about they should play Ruffy. Apparently, they were interviewing him about why he wasn't playing. And he's like, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely done. Like, he's like, the reason that last game was my last game, he's just like, I'm I hooked. physically could not play another game. Yeah, he was never going to play that one. <laughs> he got himself cherry ripe for that game against the Suns. He kicked his six. Yeah. Um, they didn't need him, though. Uh, Sean Burgoyne played forward on McGovern and uh, took him to school. That's going to be a blueprint, I think, for the Bombers. They'll be watching that. Yep. I think anyone, any September team watches that and goes, right, so the Bombers go, right, we'll put like uh, McKernan on him. Yep. Or someone like that who's, who can kick goals but will also shut him down. Geelong probably look at that and go, right, Gary Rowan, you're playing on Jeremy McGovern. Yep. You guys probably put McStay. Yeah. Because Cameron's your full forward and Hipwood's your other forward. Yeah. I mean, you can put fucking anyone. You, <laughs> mm. 
you've got a glut of talent in that forward line. Well, they need to fire. But, yeah, uh, the Hawks did really well. Burgoyne's just a gun. Keep, just keep I going. I think he'll stay at Hawthorne next Absolutely, year. absolutely. I don't think he'll go to Gold Coast. Yep. Um, Bruce kicked four. Yep. Smith had a huge game. Warple at Sicily kicked off. Warple's up. had an awesome year. Do you see the goal from Sicily from 60? Uh, I pretend he doesn't exist. Yeah, it's, it's <sighs> for the best. Look, I hate him. It's hard to do the show when you remember that James Sicily <laughs> is a man. Yeah. True. That's all I got, though. Big goal. Well it done. actually like, reminds me of Ben Stokes, and I don't like that. I really don't like it this week. See, the problem is, though, like, I like Ben Stokes. Nah, I don't like You him. shouldn't like Ben Stokes. Why shouldn't I like Ben Stokes? You should be Bad in jail. Yeah. I don't like Ben Stokes. Come on, Tom. I like Archer, though. Come on, mate. You hate all of England. The official Australian stance at the moment is I that- I do hate all of England. Yeah. On, except Tom. James Bond. If the Big Ben sunk into the Thames, I'd And Mr. Cheer. Bean. You probably I'm love okay. that umpire, don't you? Which one? The one Joel. Who, the one who cooked it. I Joel shared- Wilson. It couldn't be English. He can't be English. No, he wouldn't be. Wouldn't no, not allowed. To, you know wouldn't be allowed to umpire if he was English no. because Australian and an English umpire can't. Aim it. It's yeah. Such a stupid rule because the best umpires in cricket are English and Australian. Yeah, but biased. But they wouldn't be. They might be. Razor's biased. He still gets a fucking game every week. Anyway, oh, next yeah, we game. didn't touch on that. Uh, so Essen lost by eleven points, but also gave away a fifty that no one was sure what it was for. Then. Another free kick. Had two marks robbed of them. The yep. Francis one and then the Mitch Brown one in the dying stages. Yeah. With a uh, Razor Ray decision. Yes. yes. The the 50, it was a free kick into a 50 into another free kick. And the ball in that period of time didn't move at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Razor called, he definitely called the last free kick. I think he also called the 50. <laughs> Bloody Razor. Yeah. Hope he explodes. Funny free kick things. Was the crowd in Geelong getting really worked up about uh, deliberate out of bounds? After about the third one, anytime the ball went out, the crowd were like, yeah. And if they paid it, crowd lost their mind. It became the new ball. It was hilarious. That is pretty funny. Jonas is pretty funny. Western Bulldogs are playing finals after being like three and seven or something. Fucked. Now, I'm just trying to think of the last time the Bulldogs were written off and then snuck in and finished. Uh, oh, shit. I finished seventh. <laughs> Fucking hell. And Bevo was pretty – last time they did, he's like, oh, we'll see what happens. Bevo came in somewhere he's like, no, we know what to do. We know what we're playing for. It's very Let's confident. Go. Oh, yeah. Slash arrogant. No, I don't know if it was arrogant. From, from Bevo, that isn't really arrogance. It's more just like – Bring it on. Yeah. Just let me hate him. No. no but I don't know why I do. He's so he's such a good bloke. He I'm gave enjoying- us one of the greatest footballing stories of all it's time. It's true. I'm enjoying the dog's ride. And do you know who probably loves him? The Bont. The Bont. The bo- how good was the Bont? Brownlow good. Oh, is he though? Maybe. Because McRae was also very good. No, no, no. Bont's got McRae. Bont's got McRae? Yeah. Maybe I mean, not, maybe not for the votes tomorrow. Maybe, uh, maybe not for this game because Matt Crouch also had 47 touches. Who gives a fuck? No, the issue with Matt Crouch was he kept getting he the ball. 47 touches. He had 47 touches. 47 touches. And Far just kept, got the ball and kept looking around going, fuck, okay, so it's just me. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Is Matt Crouch the good Crouch? Uh, yes. Like the better one? The long-haired one? One's got like a short shaved head and looks like a gingerbread man. Yeah. And one looks like a like a doll. He's the doll one. Which one's leaving? Both. Okay. The Bont. Let's talk more about the Bont. Because yeah. he's got the name the Bont. 31 touches. Oh. 10 tackles. Oh. Kicked a goal. Oh. Bet it was a ripper from 50. Oh, absolutely. And you know what else about the Bont? He's 23, 22. He's like, young. Uh, 24, I think now. He's still yeah, got young, very young. He's not even in like 23. His peak. He's 23. 23. He's 23. He's not even in his Wait prime. till he's 27. So he 
And he's got eight brownlows. I don't oh. know how, but he's got them. He, he turns 24 in between the next two. Okay, sorry, yeah. in between this season yeah. and next. His oh. birthday's in November. 24th of November. Everyone write it in your calendar. Send him Happy a, birthday, send him a the birthday card from How Good's Footy. Happy Can we birthday, send him a, a How Good's Footy beanie? Yeah. Can we do that? Can Speaking we send a beanie to this, him? I was going to save this to the end. Uh, How Good's Footy have official merch now. As of the time of recording, they're not for sale, but we have just recently received the stock. They look good. We'll upload some photos. Uh, and yeah, keep an eye on the How Good's Footy social media. And next week's episode, we'll have a link to buy it directly. But we'll be able to announce it on Twitter before then. They look good. We got one. Buy one for Bont. Everyone buy one for Bont. Happy birthday, the Bont. Pretend How Good's a, Footy. Pretend it's a headband. Oh, we should cut one up, make it into a headband for him. Oh, fuck. Cut it. Oh, uh, yeah, so. Uh, cut the How Good Footy. Oh, I love it. How Good's Bond. How Good's Bond. Adelaide. Uh, second on Brownlow night. Well, how, what was his efficiency yesterday, I was going to ask? Uh, it wasn't raining, so not 100. 74. That's still fucking good. Oh, he's so good. He's 23. Good on him. Rolls Royce. I think, hopefully. He's had a big part to play in killing a coach. That's the other thing. Don Pike, we may, guys, we may have had the quaddy <laughs> of coaches being sacked. We've got the trifecta. Yep. Wait, have we got the quaddy already? Hang yeah, on. Already there's four it. already. We already got it, mate. We might get a fifth. Yeah. Lucky number five. Well, Ken is apparently safe. Yeah. The, the board have come out today and said, nah. He's already preparing for next year. Correct. It's all good. If they, they don't make finals players, next year, he's yada, in yada, yada, yada. A lot of pressure next year. Yeah. Quiet from Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, all quiet. Well, no, 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 well, not quiet. Rashido came out and said, we'll be making some decisions for the betterment of the club, and if you don't support those decisions, you should choose another cl- team to support. Yeah, in other First words. First half sounds <laughs> like he's fired. Second half sounds like he's staying. Right? On. It's confusing, but also he's probably fired because they were like, now do you have a plan, Don? And he was just stared at him for an hour and a half. I, so, yeah, I'd, I hope a lot of Adelaide fans read that and went, well, I'll be buying a Port Adelaide membership. I hope. I don't that- think they'll do that. They'll jump on any other team before they cross town. Gold they, Coast. They still boo Dangerfield, right? When he's playing for Geelong, this is Port Adelaide supporters, right? Boo Dangerfield, not because of anything he did to Port Adelaide, but because he used to play for Adelaide. That's that's the that's the whole that's good. tension. Oh, bloody hell! Yeah, yeah. It's toxic. No, I enjoy that. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, also, any Adelaide, uh, any Adelaide, any Adelaide board members listening? If you need someone to come in and fire Don, I specialize in firing coaches I hate. Just get me on the phone. I will be there as soon as I can. I'll get rid of him. Fuck off, Don. That's what I'll say. There's a bit of a demonstration. Next game. Your audition. Yeah. Don's um, exit interview, like the board will bring him in and just sit there in silence. <laughs> like they'll just stare at him. No, nah, that's his natural environment. No, no, but they'll just do it. And it'll be like 48 hours later and he'll just be like, all right, <laughs> pack his back and leave. Um, so that'll be... If he goes, that'll be the fifth. Yeah. What Craig Sanderson, Richards, yeah, Richardson, oh, Richardson. Oh no, sorry, you're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was talking about at Adelaide, but you mean for the season? Yeah, that'll be the fifth for the season. So right? yes, yeah, Scott Bolton, Richo, Ross, and then potentially Pike. if the Bombers get murdered, Woosha. Woosha. and could be potentially six. if the Dogs murder the Giants, Leon Cameron. So, just fuck it out. Yeah, it's been a, a fucking coach massacre. I'm dizzy. Yeah. I need to lie down. It's a lot of bloodshed. The AFL this year, it's hungry. Hungry for blood. We don't, like, holes. We, we don't like this. Oh, I probably do. I've been talking about it all year. <laughs> you're like, you came in round one. You're like, all right, welcome to Hagrid's Footy. Let's fire some coaches. <laughs> fuck them all. 
Uh, Adelaide, oh. though, I they have really shit the bed here. They were a finals contention, and their last 10 games, they won three, lost seven. Yep. That's fucked. Yep. God, they did. They're no good. That's what Port did last year. Port mm. were 11 and four last year. Yep. They missed the finals. Yep. Staggering. <sighs> Next game. Oh. MCG. Oh, yeah. Were you Rich. there, Sean? I went. Um, got there two hours early. Yep. As you do. Good. Because so- oh, typically over the years, Brisbane have had, you know, smaller crowds. So you can kind of just get in there with your membership and sort of get some good seats. Uh, they were expecting, I think, 70. It ended up being 77,000 people. <laughs> biggest, uh, biggest home and away crowd for a Brisbane game ever. Yep. The most, the most, other one, most recent one was 2003. Jesus. Did I read correctly that it was the biggest home and away crowd for an interstate team as well? Correct. That's fucking crazy. I mean, a lot of that's Richmond, obviously. Yeah. Huge membership. Base. But there was a but lot of Brisbane people there. Significantly more Brisbane people than normal. Yep. Um, so we got there two hours early, but couldn't get in, couldn't get a seat in the bay or the two bays that they'd allocated on level one. Oh, wow. So we went up top. Um, good atmosphere. Yep. Uh, Richmond just jumped out of the blocks. And that was the margin, really, in the end. Three or four goals. Well, yeah, I think Rewalt. Rewalt was the difference. Rewalt in the first quarter. Yeah, I think um, in the second, third, and fourth quarter, we both kicked six goals each. So yeah, um, once we steadied, it was fine. There was a bit of stage fright. I think people like uh, you know withered and miss kicked a few as he is prone to do, and there was a few drop marks and just things like that. And Richmond, like honestly, I haven't seen them play that good all year as they did in that first yeah. quarter. They just couldn't like Marcus Adams conceded four goals to Jack Rewalt in the first quarter. Uh, I don't think a defender in the AFL would have managed to stop it. Like, no. it was just lace out on the lead. Like, he couldn't yeah. get near him. No. It was Dusty and Prestia and the blokes in the middle were just – Prestia was, was huge. It was ridiculously clean. Like, you'll watch every other game this year and you probably won't see a team be that clean for, like, that little 15-minute period. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Controversial decision. Opinion, not decision. Mm. Fuck, Richmond. Let's talk about some Brisbane players. Lockie Neal. 51 touches. Massive. It came on the screen when he hit 50. said, Lockie Neal, 50 touches. And um, got a fair applause. It was pretty good. Fuck it now. That's um, a lot of touches. Yeah. Oh, well, the thing is, statistically, we won most of the you know, the key team stats. Like we had more inside 50s, more. Like killed him in contested footy. Yep. And clearances. Um, clearances. Like Lockie Neal, I think at one point, had more clearances than Richmond had. And he had 14 for the game. That's huge. Um, like 35 handballs or something as well. That's you absolutely fucking killed them when it came that, to That's what tackles. makes me positive. Yeah, tackles as well. It makes me positive because it was just a matter of – That first quarter being a little bit off. Jumped. And yep. I don't think that will happen when we play him again at no, the Gabba. Absolutely. And Charlie will have a better game. I think the dimensions are a factor too. I don't want to harp on about it, but I think the MCG is a little bit wider. Yeah, it is. And so Brisbane tend to defend – the boundary line, and we got opened up in the corridor. Yeah. And yeah. it's literally probably a difference of, of 10 metres. So they're just a little bit off. And then when they readjusted. Whereas Richmond had played at that ground eight, eight weeks in a row. Yeah, go. they're used to it. Yeah. Eight weeks in a row. How yeah. the f- uh, I don't understand how the fixture works like that. Yeah. But I, not even Collingwood got that much of a free roll. Oh, didn't they get six? Collingwood had six games in a row. Richmond had seven. Or was it seven and eight? Uh, no, six and eight. Yeah. Poor Collingwood. Yeah, I do, I do think that that's a factor. Mm. But, um, I mean, you have to play finals and win the grand final there anyway, so you can't really whinge about it. Um, Zorko was awesome, especially after halftime. Brisbane came out firing. I saw it. I said to my brother, I, I saw enough in the third quarter to convince me that we're a huge chance to beat them. Absolutely. Um, um, again. Did Zorka, we we Zorka, came hard. Zorko kicked two goals in a row, didn't he? Yeah, he yep. kicked two to start off. The, we came out firing. Also laid 
the best tackle. Oh, it was incredible, wasn't it? Put he just like got the guy and just oh, it Robbo, was so good. Robbo laid a ripper as yep. well. Robbo also, as Richmond was starting to get back on top again in about the third or fourth quarter, there was a moment, and I thought of you, Sean, yep. where. Tom Lynch was one out on Mitch Robinson, and Robinson won the contest. Also, this speaks volumes of Zorko as well. There was a moment where we got caught out in a quick transition or whatever. Zorko, not a lot of midfielders do this. Yep. Some of them do. There was others who were pretty lazy. Zorko got all the way back to the goal square and ended up on, I think the ball was coming into Tom Lynch or something like that, and Zorko was like defending Tom Lynch. And uh, someone else jumped over the top and we got to the boundary line. But, like, that's how hard he's working yep. to help out. I love him. He's a great leader. He had a ripper game. McCluggage was fucking awesome. Kicked a goal uh, from the Dom Sheed pocket. It was good. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Collingwood fans. I think he had about 27 touches. He, I've, I think he's a lock for All-Australian. He should be in he that should team. Be. He should be. He's the best wingman. He should be. He's had a fantastic year. And he's only – he's 20, I think, or 21. Simon Black 2.0. Oh, mate, I think he might. He might uh, be better. Well, no, that's a huge call because Black's one of the most both underrated and best players of the last you know, 20 years. <laughs> like, in all honesty, yep. Black had a um, huge well, You never actually revealed this on air, but uh, yeah. last time we went and saw Dowie wrestle, you found out two weeks later that we were in the same room as Simon Black. Yes, I didn't know that. I didn't realise that he was at the wrestling. Um, he knew fuck. you were there, Sean. He saw you and went, I won't, I won't say anything because well, I don't want to freak him out. But He would have been up top in the VIP area that yeah. we're still waiting for Dowie to get us yeah. access to. Mate. Lift. We're your best friends. Yeah, come get on, us up mate. there. Fucking no. hell. Do it for Geelong, mate. Yeah, at least get me in there. Fuck these two off. Oh. Bloody hell. Don't know about that. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to hit you with a fucking chair. We're gonna, yeah. We'll be in the ring next time. Yeah, next bring time it on. <laughs> next time they have a ballroom blitz. Oh, what a surprise. I'm a heel. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I like. I think we lost by 27 points in the end, was it? Yep. yep. Um, and there's the, there's the margin at quarter time pretty much. But yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I'm... I didn't walk away angry. Yeah. Um, didn't have to take the rest of the weekend off. No. I got very excited in the third quarter because I thought we were going to roll them. But then yeah. They, then they steadied. Because um, you got within nine points, didn't you? I think seven points at one point Jesus. in the third quarter. Yeah. There was uh, a couple of dog shit umpiring things. As is tradition. Um, to start off the last quarter too, Tom Lynch jumped into the back of Andrews for the marking contest but went early. Didn't touch the ball, so he sort of infringed Andrews. They didn't pay it. I hate when they don't pay those ones. And then Martin scooped it up, kicked a goal, and they took the margin. And then, I don't know, we yeah. couldn't really couldn't chase him down in the last quarter. Charlie Cameron, it's interesting when you go to the games because you, when you watch it on TV, you don't have the angles. Yeah. I watched him. He gets manhandled, I reckon, more than anybody in the AFL. Yeah. They just fucking don't let go of him all because day. Because they're worried he's about to take off. But it's just – it's fucked. Like the umpires need to actually – be aware of it. Yeah. He's, he's he's been held, I reckon, ninety percent of the game. It's like that's a like, lot of free kicks. It's like if you're watching a game. Didn't get any. No, it's it's like if you're watching a game though. Like I watch a Geelong game and you see Hawkins in the goal square. The defender will have a piece of his jumper. Yeah. The whole game and yeah. just until the ball's coming in. Then they yeah. And they let go. Yeah. I hate it. And that's why that's why he turns around to the umpires a lot and goes, "Get fucked." You notice it a fit like it, Charlie Cameron doesn't get too like vocal with yeah. people, but I think I read I didn't see this, but he went to the emergency umpire at three-quarter time or half-time and ha- had to be, like, pulled away by Brisbane people. Oof. Because he was just fucking furious. Yeah. Like, he's Grimes like, is all over him. Oh, Grimes is a gun. Grimes is a gun. Should there be are a lot of Australian. people like, oh, Grimes absolutely killed Cameron. And he, he did. Like, I oh, held him to seven touches. Cameron's also held a high disposal stop. player. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cameron would have, in a game where he's kicked, you know, six or seven goals, he might have had six or seven touches. 
Yeah, we beat them from inside 50s, but it was the way we went in, just played into Richmond's hands. We kept bombing it in. Yeah. And then uh, Vlosten and, and Grimes and Asprey. Vlosten had a huge game. Ripper game, yeah. But, I mean, it was the entries. Our entries were shithouse. And theirs were low and, like, just super clean. He kicked 50. You watch this change, yeah. like, in the, in the final. So maybe is it a case of at three-quarter time, Fagan realised that maybe you weren't going to win, so it's like, all right, don't show all your card tricks. Oh, I don't know. Who so knows? Charlie Cameron averages uh, – Averages 13 touches a game. Yeah. But he kicked 54 goals for the year. So yeah. I, he's the kind of guy who'll get 10 touches but kick five goals. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You're not, you're it's a Rioli type yeah. thing. But they didn't yeah. play, it wasn't the, the usual, we didn't have a lot of the chaos balls. Yeah. For some reason, they were like bombing it in. Like an, uh, it annoyed me a bit because it's like there's no point going a high kick in when Cameron's on Grimes. Yeah. Like he's just going to get killed. Gary Lyon had a good point today. He said Brisbane should consider just. Kicking it along the ground into the forward fifty. That just, would confuse the shit out of the defenders the just, first couple of times. Just they did scrub it. kick it in because if you go it's high, what, it's what Richmond Port did to, by, to West organized, Coast during the year, and they beat him by fifty points. Yeah, Richmond the most organised backline I think in the AFL. Geelong are pretty good too, and Brisbane for their credit are pretty. You good. know what? I think I could probably put Tipper up forward and try that. More teams should try it. Yeah, because you've got teams like West Coast, Brisbane, yep. Richmond, Geelong who are so good at intercepting the high ball. If you scrub kick it in, like you saw, we actually scrub kicked one of them. Oh, it would blow Essendon away as well because, like, Hooker and Hurley are not getting low. <laughs> yeah. Did you see, like, that probably goal of the day, like a good team one, came all the way from the half-back line. Brisbane scrubbed it in. It was on the ground. Grimes fumbled it and Cameron just grabbed it and ran in and kicked a goal. Yep. Scrub it in. Chaos. We'll, we'll be a lot better for the run, I think. Yeah. I think we'll get them. It'll be chaos versus chaos because Richmond have a bit of chaos too. They they're, 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 just, they're, they're midfield so, chaos. You know, you know, you would have experienced this. You go to the footy and you just the other team just has a day where it's like, oh, everything kind of yeah. every bounce of the Dusty ball had just a, went their Dusty way. Dusty had a day out. Dusty just by inches just broke that tackle and yeah. just stuff like that. I think yeah, I, I didn't watch it and go fuck. Richmond are too good for us. Yeah. I watched it and thought if we tweak a few things, we can get them. Yeah, and. uh do we need to talk about the last game? So here's a bit of interest for the last game. Yep. Uh, so finals, the top eight was locked uh, after the Richmond-Brisbane game. The next game could not affect the season or either team at all. Can't remember who played, nor do I care. Port Adelaide beat Freo. Oh, that's right. Uh, smashed him, and that's really it. Ken Hinkley decided to do a bow and arrow in the fucking coach's box. Well, because no, because Dersma kicked the last goal of the game after the siren. It was a really nice goal from the boundary. Don't care. It didn't do the bow and arrow. Don't care. Good oh. on him. Good restraint. Wish his coach had some. Well, Ken Ken didn't do it as a celebration. In the, if you actually watch the video of the box, he turns to one of the coaches and he's like, like, like as in mimes it, like, why didn't he do the bow and arrow? No, I think it was because don't they sometimes have the coverage of the game playing in the box? Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling that he had, because the commentators were like screaming at. Oh, yeah, they were like, do, do the bow and arrow. Wait, one more. It's Dwayne Russell, and he's like, one more time. Oh, oh, did you guys watch the Brisbane game on Channel 7? Yes, I, yeah. because uh, let me tell you something. Do you want to know a fun fact about Channel 7's commentary team, Sean? Do they know any Brisbane players? Brian Taylor would not know a Brisbane player if he was pissing on one. Well, this is the thing. I think we've had two um, free-to-air games a year, so he just doesn't watch them. Every second player was Barry. Yeah. He yeah. clearly – How much Bar- did BT talk about Luke Hodge? Uh, not as much as he talked about um, Zorko. See, they're, they're his safe players. It went Zorko and Robinson. Yeah. Big fan of Robinson. And then what I loved is he had the audacity with a few minutes to go, go, well, look, they haven't won, but Brisbane have shown me enough today to prove that they're a contender. And I'm like, they're fucking top two. Mm. They were top of the ladder prior to this game. Like, Oh, they're a contender? Mm. Well, a lot of people still don't believe. No. 
Well, but also, Sean, a lot of people fucking believe. Yeah. Just oh. ask anywhere that sells Brisbane merch. None left. Where Hold is on. it? I, I Everyone's wearing that it. Do you know what else is missing? I, I do dispute that still, Tom, because growing up, like for the last 10 years, you can't get it anywhere. Well, no, they just don't stock they've it. They've asked they asked for a whole heap more for the game on the weekend because they knew it was going to be a big game, yeah. and Brisbane said, oh, we can't send you any. They'll have to readjust the way they do things because they just don't have a lot. Can't wait for everyone to just buy gloves. Oh, just just two I pairs. Know. Throw the other one out. Fuck yeah. So, should we uh, take a look at the qualifying slash elimination finals? Let's have a look. We'll have a more like in-depth discussion yep. of them um, in the following week. Because we do have, people don't know, there is a bye week before the finals. Correct. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tom. Yes. Buys. How do you feel about them? Uh, I, uh... Uh, oh, he just them? shit his pants. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> buys stress me the fuck out. But as Chris Scott said, we're better after a finals buy than we are after. <laughs> he's such a fuckhead sometimes. Well, no, his point was, he's like, you're preparing completely different before the finals than you are for a buy in the middle of the year. And I'm like, that's fair. Game's a game. Yep. Anyway, um, so just going to change everything this year. You're going to finally do it. We're going to break the buy curse when it matters. Do you, uh, do you worry that in talking about not getting the home final so much, it's like a psychological thing to the players where they're like, oh, how come our coach doesn't well, no, believe no, we can No, we can no, win? this is the thing. Chris Scott hasn't been bringing it up. He gets asked about it in every press conference he's had since he brought it up when he yeah. was asked about it in the press conference. You know what, Tom? That's a fair point. Because then I just read the headlines that people go with, and it's like, oh, Chris Scott's whinging again. Yeah. In the press conference, he's like, look, I don't want to keep talking about this because people think I'm whinging. So for the record, I think it's a bit ridiculous. Even the grand final should probably move to give it a fair cup to the interstate Mm. clubs as well. All right. Interesting. Steady on, Chris. Well, do you know what, Chris? Uh, Look, look, I've I've fired Don Pike today. I'm also going to uh, be Chris Scott's fucking post-match. I'll write some of the answers for you. Doesn't matter where the finals are going to play. I believe that we are going to be the better club on the day. Done. Or alternatively, playing at the MCG in the qualifying finals is good because that's where we plan on being at the end of September. I mean, yeah. I'm, See, I reckon both of those answers, I got you excited. Not, oh, I don't want to have a fucking whinge. Uh, <laughs> move the grand final around. Nah, fair enough. But Tom. Yes. Would you have preferred to have the Saturday night game? Uh, yeah, I would have for Geelong supporters. For people coming from Geelong. Yeah. 
on a busy Friday night. But I think they've gone the Friday night because it's Collingwood and it's prime time. Yeah. So they're looking after Collingwood. It is strange that there's no Sunday game. They haven't done a Sunday for about two years now. I like Sunday footy, and I'm annoyed that it's not there. The Thursday to Friday. I think with the – so something about the finals, um, four games, four different states. That's big. It is big. And where are these four games and who's in them? So we've got West Coast and Essendon at Optus Stadium, so that's in Perth. <sighs> big. We have Geelong and Collingwood at the MCG, which is in Melbourne. Tommy mightn't be aware of that because as you're always at GMHBA. It's true. Where's Melbourne? <laughs> Where's the MCG? Imagine if I'd worked there for five years and never known how to get Jeez. there. 30,000 um, Geelong fans are going to enjoy that game. Oof. <laughs> Probably <laughs> accurate, though. Yeah, no. Yeah. At 40. Probably 30, 40,000 and the rest will all be Collingwood. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather take Collingwood than Richmond at the G, though, at the moment. Spotless. I mean, we've beaten them both there, so... Don't worry, she'll be right. We'll go into this a uh, bit more detail, but we got a lot of guests next week, so we'll touch on it a little bit now, which is uh, that this could be the biggest game of the finals week one, which is Spotless Stadium, GWS meet Western Bulldogs. Last time these teams met in finals was one of the most fucked games of football I've ever seen in my life. Difference is it's the Ferrari, one team's better than the other. Ferrari versus the, uh, what's a really shit car? The Holden Tirana. Nah, something cheaper. <laughs> the, the, that's what the doggies are. Yeah, love them. Yeah, but they're a poor club. They're a um, they're they're a nineteen ninety eight Ford Falcon. They're a club the AFL forgot about. Yeah, uh, but the they doggies turned their attentions to Western Sydney, and then the, they stole Western Sydney's golden boy and won a flag from underneath <laughs> Gill's fucking nose. Love it. Cop that. See how can you not? How do you hate beverage? Nah, I don't. Good. I've established that before. <laughs> I've forgotten why I hated him. There was a very good reason. I was very passionate about it, and I've forgotten it because of the bond. Bont overcomes all, mate. Yes. Yeah. Bont brings us all together. He does. The Bont. Bont is all you need. That's going to be fucked. Look, if doggies win, regardless of how the game turns out, that's fucked. But also, if they just play anything like these teams play when they meet, it's crazy. Yep. And I reckon it's going to be an ambush. Oh. Ooh. I think the doggies are... I know that everyone is kind of like, oh, yeah, the dog. But like... Genuinely, the doggies. <laughs> yeah, they're scary. Their forward lines are unpredictable too. Sometimes it's Norton. Sometimes it's fucking Bailey Dale. Sometimes it's Sam Lloyd. Jackie. Bont, Shacky. There's a lot going on up there. They uh, And because they had such a shaky start of the year, they also play chaos football. Yeah. And it's really clicked in the last 10 weeks. Yep. It's madness. And they're going to go into, if they win this game, they're going to go into every other semifinal, the semifinal, the prelim, the grand final, underdogs. And uh, do you know what they love being? Why not us, guys? Why not us? Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with admitting I'm terrified. Sean, I'm scared because they're on my side of the fucking draw. <laughs> or they're on mine. No, no, no. If I lose. No, you keep fucking this up. If I lose, I play them. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yep. So uh, they, if, if I win, though, and I'm in a prelim and they make it all the way to a prelim, Sean. You play them. You're, You're not play making them. a grand final. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> fucking hell. <sighs> Trying to think, yeah, there could be a Brisbane versus Bulldogs grand final. <laughs> My God. What would, odds, what would the odds of that <laughs> in start, 20, start of the year? Fuck. Yeah, even fucking, yeah, 2018 the season ends. You're like, wow, I'm really looking forward to the 2019 Western Bulldogs versus Brisbane Lions <laughs> grand final. They'd shoot you in the head for being so fucked. Yeah, they'd be like, nah, put him down. It's no worth operating. <laughs> this is, oh, man. Just looking at the games, like, 
And then, so, of course, Brisbane, Richmond again. But this time, do you know what I love is Richmond won and their reward is Gabatois. Mm. Oh, just on Richmond. Oh, Half time. Mm. Umpires are leaving the field. Richmond, I think, are up by four or five goals. Yep. Absolutely tearing into the umpires as they leave the field. Sean. End of the game. Yep. They win by 27 points. Tearing into the umpires as they leave the field. Shut up. Sean. won. I will say this. You got some good free kicks. I Fuck will off. say this, and I've said it before. No good supporter base. Not all of them, but there is a general contingent of dickheadery at Richmond. There is. I agree with you completely. It's not fun. Not I a left, fun environment. I left the ground thinking, I think I hate this fan base more than any. I will take it, like, because Collingwood supporters are a little bit shell-shocked sometimes. Mm. Richmond supporters, they've always been, even when they were losing, because they're just insanely optimistic, Yeah, it turns into, um, oh, it's hard. It's it's not good. No, it's not good. It's, it's not bit, good for the game. It's a bit toxic there, I it think. It is, it is. All right, that's enough about uh, the games, because it's still two weeks away. Yeah, yeah. We've got all of next week to talk about oh. these games. A lot of speculations. We'll have, like, injury updates from Essendon, hopefully. I have a whole week to make up facts that are wrong. Yeah, <laughs> You love doing that. I do. <laughs> Most people will be like, oh, I'm going to do some research. Tom's like, I'm going to go stand in an empty room and think about things that aren't true and practice saying them and I, make them believable. You've been in my house. Yeah. I've, I've been seen spying your, on me, just standing with my big TV. It's not on. <laughs> no. I'm just looking at it. I haven't actually put a movie in there yet. I just imagine I have. <laughs> All right. So we've got a couple of emails. Yes. Um, so we've got a feel good email. Uh, just a nice, polite email, or I've got one that takes a big shit on me. Which one do you want to hear first? Shit on you. Shit on you. <clears throat> this is from Randy. Has he gone after you before, Randy? Yeah. Sh- yeah. Is this composer, superstar extraordinaire, Randy Newman? No, it's uh, oh. Shield Wolf, Randy. Oh, okay. Subject, Joel Dusha Pity Party. JD, please don't have another Joel Dusha Pity Party episode of How Good's Footy like you did two weeks ago. It's unbecoming. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the finals. It's a new season. Essendon is probably the most dangerous team because you don't know which Essendon will show up. And then it's important to note here that he's chucked in brackets 21 against 21 goals against in a row. Lol. <laughs> Randy. Your boys have proven repeatedly they can come from behind and win, which is scary come finals. So put away your tiny violin, don your big boy pants, and barrack for your boys with a little self-respect. At least until the Cats win the Premiership. That's why I like Randy. I fucking love footy. Go Cats. That's why I like Randy. Randy's my people. P.S. Randy was the man in the crowd who saw my dad catch a donut. <laughs> P.S. Con- congrats Tom, Sean, and Dusha on all making the finals. Dusha, enjoy the silver. Sean, enjoy the bronze. So yeah, the uh, silver and bronze refer to the uh, How Good's Footy Cup, which is strange because, yeah, Essendon with the silver, Brisbane with the bronze. Geelong with the gold, it's all fucked. And that's exciting because all three of those teams in the finals competing for the actual cup. Big, big. All right. Uh, Then we've got an email in reply to an email that we were sent last year. I can't remember what I did. Yeah, you don't need to remember. Good. This is a follow-up from an email last year. Okay. Jesus. Boys. This is from Chris. I'm replying to an email I sent last year where I nervously asked the three of you for permission to shamelessly TC from my previous club, Fremantle, <laughs> after years of disappointing service and feeling frustrated and dis- disillusioned with football. I mentioned that since my boy Lockie Neal was possibly heading to Brisbane combined with listening to your podcast is making me feel strong feelings towards the Lions, and I started watching their games. 
Since your, since your response to my thoughts of TCing were met with surprisingly positive reactions. <laughs> I mean, I, it's almost like we didn't like the club you were going for in the first place, Chris. I nutted up. Brought some Brizzy merch and looked forward to a season of enjoyment, no matter the results. <laughs> I was excited. And now I'm not saying, now I'm not saying I'm the reason for Brisbane's resurgence, but boys, come on. What a season. <laughs> I haven't enjoyed football this much in a very long time. And I love watching them every week. I never expect the success, but I couldn't have asked for a better first season with my new club. Thanks to the great content every week and keep up the good work. P.S. Garlic breath is gone. Footy is great. So <laughs> what that means, mate. Get back on Freo. No, nah, mate, he's chosen his uh, his tribe. Do you know what I love is that like you can't even give him a bandwagon because who's fucking bandwagoning onto the Brisbane Lions at the end of last year? <laughs> Quite frankly, he's brave and heroic. <laughs> yeah. And I respect it. Chris. Yeah, Chris. See you at the grand final. Give you a big Chris Fagan hug. And uh, Chris, if you want to go by your new nickname, Braveheart, uh, Junior oh. Courage. <laughs> Jeez. Just sign everything, every legal document you've ever ever have to sign from here on out with Chris Braveheart in brack in uh, quotation marks Braveheart. No, no, don't worry about the Chris part. Just Braveheart. Everyone will know. Yeah. And then last email, just nice and simple. Dear Dusha, Carney, and Tom, congratulations on all of your teams making the finals. It's a little disappointing as a Swans fan to not be there, but seeing them play so well in Lance Franklin's 300th game almost makes up for it. Regards, James. Short, Thanks, sweet, got to the point. across. It's wholesome. Yeah. It is. is there a PS, get fucked or something like that? PS, I hope Tom drowns in <laughs> Hey, there it is. <laughs> nah, no PS, just a nice, wholesome email. Oh. Nice, wholesome email to end a nice, wholesome episode. About a nice, wholesome season. Speaking of wholesome, <laughs> drove to Geelong, drove past Sexyland, friend was in the back seat, and I said, there's the Sexyland, and she went, what? So fucking small. <laughs> well- it's fine. It's fine. We're gonna have Sean, to. Sean, just so you know that your friend can't ever come back into Geelong again because the word will get out and she'll her ass is grass. That's all right. She probably wouldn't want to fucking go there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, and uh, look, the sex land investigation it's still wide open. It's ongoing, and, guys, and inconclusive. After the finals, it's a long off season. This is a weekly podcast. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> um, so if you want to send us uh, recommendations for sexy lens that we can go to, you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Psychic of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13. And please keep an eye on the How Goods Footy Twitter because we've got some great beanies that will be on sale really soon. The easiest way to find out about that and any like upcoming things that we're going to do, follow How Goods Footy on Twitter. It's good. And let's listen hot- to us early too on uh, PlayOnRadio. Play on Going to PlayOnRadio.live. PlayOnRadio.live. Hey, on a Wednesday from 4 p.m. Correct. I'm a clever boy. Or Thursday morning at 5 a.m. if you're fucked. Go footy. Go footy. See you next week when no footy would have happened yet, but we're excited anyway. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.